Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the belief in you to accomplish your dreams in your sport. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies, and guidance to make it happen. Dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff here. Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. Lovely to have you here. Expectations. That's a really interesting topic, isn't it? Because I believe that that's one of the major areas that's actually going to hold you back in performing so much better in your sport, the way that you actually want to perform. I also think impatience is another one. There's another major area that will hold you back. But expectation, these high expectations that you have and this pressure that you put on yourself to perform is a way in which that's actually going to really hold you back. And what we're going to be looking at is ways in which to deal with that. But I also find that they go hand in hand, the impatience and the high expectations, especially in today's world, you know, you expect that you should be able to just rock up and it just happen or it shouldn't, it's not happening quick enough. And so we're going to look at that as well. So the thing about when you're playing and competing in your sport, you expect to play well, you get impatient because it's not happening and yet you expect that you should. So my, my question to you is I'm going to ask you this is well why do you why do you expect to play well in your sport why do you expect to perform well in your sport why should you be playing well in your sport because I want you to ponder on that for a little while and I'm going to share with you what I believe is the expectations that you may be having And if you would like to leave a comment below as well and share what your expectations are, that'd be great because I'd love to hear that as well. So these are the expectations that I find that you possibly are going through. Uh, There's three expectations, probably the three highest ones that I can um, come up with at the moment. And... The first one is uh, is one of the expectations you may be experiencing was, okay, I've been training really hard and I do all the sessions, I show up, I should be performing better when I compete. Second expectation, you expect to win and you're disappointed with coming second or less, third or not even getting a place in whatever your sport competition is. Or three, you get beaten by someone else who's not as good as you. They're actually, you know, not not as a competent sports person as you are, yet they beat you. So let's break it down. So I get that, you know, and I get the way that you're feeling because I know from my own experience in sport over the years, especially playing as a junior, uh, the expectations, I train hard, I show up, I expect to win, I don't like coming second, I want to win and getting beaten by people that weren't as good as me. I experienced that quite a bit. And so I understand that. So let's look at that first one, though. I've been training hard. I do all the sessions, and I should be performing better. So, yep, I get it. You're doing all the work. You show up for training. You show up for practice. But it's not coming up when you're competing. And my question is for you, for that this reason, is if it's not coming up when you're competing, is do you have a competition plan? 
a performance plan or a race plan? Have you been practicing with pressure or it's called, you know, they call it pressure practice. Have you been practicing with pressure? Do you work on simulated competitions, uh, race components to get better at each each part of your competition? So whether you're in a sport or a race, whatever that sport is, so your uh, competition might be races or your competition might be competing against someone else or another team and so on. Do you have simulated components to get better in each area of that component in in the race or the competition that you play in? Do you work on specific areas? And I'm going to take a guess and say, well, probably not. And the reason why that you probably don't is probably because you don't know that you need one or you don't know how to do it or you don't know that you need to work on one. And I'll give you an example. So my niece, she's 14 beautiful kid I love her she's such a beautiful girl uh she's right into her swimming she must be training six seven times a week uh absolutely loves doing it and her pet event is really breaststroke she's really good breaststroker she always has been like from I remember when she was six and seven she used to power down the pool and I used to have to you know try my heart out so I wouldn't let her beat me you know that kind of thing and even then she'd just power through the through the water she was pretty pretty cool so anyway she her swimming carnival was coming up earlier this year when she went back to school and she was really nervous about it because she wanted to get not only do really well obviously in her swimming carnival for school but she wanted to go into zone and get selected into the next zone and then go from that into regionals and and hopefully into state she'd love to compete at that and she was really nervous about her uh, school swimming carnival coming up because she felt like you know she had that fear of failure fear of not getting picked fear of not making the right times to get selected into going into the next stage and so I had a good talk to her about it and I said well why don't you come up with a a race plan on how to do that so that you've got a race plan in place and you can go and do that so I said go and talk to your swimming coach because I'm not you know an expert on swimming um go and talk to your your swimming coach about it anyway so her swimming coach came back and said well yeah you put one together and I'll have a look at it so she rang me up and she said oh he told me to come up with one and I don't know how and I said that's all right I'll work it out for you so I went and did some research on um how to put um not the race plan as such but how to reduce times on on the swimming uh competing when she swims in uh her swimming race went and did some research on YouTube where do you go you go to YouTube and there was this great swimming coach and he was talking about specific parts of what to focus on in when you swim and how you could reduce some seconds off of um, specific parts so that's what I did and then I adapted it and I said okay so these areas is what we're going to be working on you've got to work on your turn it'll be more powerful coming into the turn and out of the turn what you've got to do is be strong off your off the um off the blocks when you dive in because that's when you're at your most powerful. I said, you've also got to work on what you've got to do when you're coming through the water underneath and then coming up, what you're going to do when you come up and then what kind of rhythm, breathing rhythm are we going to create and all of this kind of stuff. So I broke it down and did worked on specific sections and showed it the plan. So she went and then showed a coach. He said, I'll go through it, but 
anyway, it didn't happen. So I went in and worked with her. So we, I went in one day and uh, we jumped in the pool with her and I said, okay, let's, let's work on the plan. Let's work on some areas. I said, you explain to me what you've got to do in specific parts of the swim, like what you've got to do through your turn. How do you do your turn? How can we make that more powerful? What do you do when you swim underwater? How can we make that better and more streamlined? What are we going to do and what kind of rhythm do you think we should be creating for for your breaststroke rhythm going down the pool and so on? So we item, um, itemized each area and then we worked on each area. And so what ended up eventuating from that was that she's made it to zone. Not only has she made it to zone, she's actually got through to regional. So she's um, competing very soon in the in the second phase, which is um, the phase just before state. So if she gets through this one, she gets to go to state. And also we worked on her freestyle because she was in the relay team and she actually overtook everyone and got the team in front, you know, for the relay and they ended up... Um, uh, setting a record for that so that was pretty exciting so that was all just because what we did was we put a plan together on how she should compete better when she's racing in the pool so I would suggest to you if you don't have one put one together okay so the second thing that we talked about in expectations is expecting to win and disappointing with coming second or less so if you don't win and you get beaten there's going to be a reason why and it's not because it's not you're not good enough because that was always the thing that I had when I was competing, uh, especially as a junior, was that if I lost, I wasn't good enough. It's not about that at all. The reason is that what we have to discover here is that the specific areas that are missing in your uh, in your game when you're competing. And you or someone else, there are going to be different reasons, but I'm just going to ask you some questions and then you can just say yes or no. And then if you haven't got the answers to these as in yes, then these are the things I would suggest that you would go and work on. So do you have a competition or race plan? So if it's a no, that's something you've got to work on. So remember, I just spoke to you about my niece's uh, race plan. Do you evaluate your performance after your competition? If that's a no, then that's something that you need to do. Do you know what's working in your sport or what's not working in your sport, your skills? If that's a no, then again, that's something you need to work on. Do you work on your mental side of your game? If that's a no, then that's something that you need to work on. So things like nerves, focus, being calm, um, panicking if you're down, you know, if you're losing, uh, focusing on yourself and not your opponent, um, worrying about things or what other people think. So you need to also work on those. So if you aren't working on those, those are areas that, that you should be tackling. Uh, do you do pressure practice? If that's a no, then you need to be focused on that. Do you compete a lot or do you put yourself in a situation where you are competing a lot? If not, then you need to do more of that. Do you break things down and work on specific parts in your competition and race? Like I talked about that race plan that I did with my niece. We worked on specific parts of that, what she's got to do in her race so we can make it better. If you don't do things like that, then you need to do that too. Uh, do you have specific patterns of play set up in your sport or your racing and so on? And what I mean by that is like, 
Do you have things that you can call on or routines that you can call upon that's actually going to keep you focused in on what you're doing? If you if that's a no as well, then you need to work on that as well. So you can see that if you do get beaten, there's going to be a reason why. And these are some areas that you need to actually be focusing on. The third thing that I uh, talked about uh, with expectations is getting beaten by someone else that's not as good as you and that you expect that you should be beating them. And I understand that getting beaten is really tough. I know, I've been there, done that many times. Um, but all it really is is just giving you some feedback and it's feedback of why you lost. And I'll give you an example. Like years ago when I was, um, I, was still, I was still tennis coaching a lot and then and playing, you know, some tournaments and, and so on at the time because I just enjoyed playing and I ended up playing against this woman and she beat me and she beat me quite convincingly and I was really ticked off about losing to her but she played really smart she wasn't as good a player as me she didn't hit the ball as well as I did but she played really smart and what she did was she kept hitting the ball high in the air into the sun I couldn't see it so because I was blind and my eyes are very sensitive to the sun, I couldn't, and I had sunglasses on, but she kept hitting the ball up into the air. So I, all I would see was the sun. It would really be glaring out and, uh, you know, I'd miss hit the balls a lot and then hit them out or hit them into the net and so on. So she played really well. So if somebody's not technically as good as you, but they outperform you, then there's something that they're doing that you're not so they're reading the game better they're utilizing what they've got and they've been able to find ways in which they can perform better and that's something that you haven't learnt yet so don't beat yourself up about it so someone may not be technically as good as you or perform as well as you do even in practice but they beat you and it can be lots of reasons why this happens. So the thing again is we have to go back and we have to analyze your game and all these things that I've spoken about before and, and look at why they beat you. So if you look at why they beat you, then you can get a better understanding what's going on in your game. And the other thing is, you know, there's other areas. So we're talking about competition plans. We're talking about evaluating performance and all of that kind of thing. Look at what they did to beat you. What was it that they were doing that was bringing up your weaknesses or your um, not so strong areas in your performances? And another things, other things to look at too is like what was your focus like at the time when you're competing? Were you worried more about losing and how embarrassing this will be? I understand that. I've been there too. I've been through that. But we still need to analyze the game, don't we? We still need to look at it. We still need to understand why and what it is that's helping them perform well and you're not, even though that technically or, um, you know, you're a much stronger, better performer than they are, but they're still beating you. So it's going back to those areas. And I'm going to repeat them again. Do you have a competition plan or a race plan? Do you evaluate your performance when you compete? Do you know what's working in your game and what's not? Do you work on the mental side of your game? Tackling nerves, focus, being calm, focusing on yourself and not your opponent. Do you worry about what others think? Do you panic if you're losing? 
Do you have pre- pressure practice? Do you compete a lot? Do you break things down and work on specific parts in your competition? Do you have specific patterns of play? All of this stuff, all of these areas you need to be looking at in order for you to perform better when you compete. So what I want you to do is leave expectations at the door when you enter your arena. And I want you to start on working, start working on what you must focus on to perform the best you can on the day, okay? Expectations be gone. Be focused on what you've got to do on the day. Have that competition plan in place. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, please share them with them because we want to build the reach of potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. We want you to get out there and, you know, live those dreams in your sport. Get out there and play to the level that you want to play. I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams and, and get out there, get those plans in place, take action, leave expectations at the door. And I look forward to speaking to you real soon. Take care. Bye for now. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.